are listening to Tornado Radio, coming to you from the eye of the unyielding Central Texas music storm.
it's up to you. Hello, for this episode of Tornado Radio, we've got a good one. Resident DJ Shanti Ann will be interviewing a very interesting artist. This guy pretty much defies really all manner of definition, let alone genre. And what brought him to my attention was the reaction that he gets from other musicians. They're intrigued, and they're more than intrigued. They're, well, frankly, they're just blown away. And so, without further ado, this is Shanti Ann interviewing Cedar Branches. Hello. Welcome to Tornado Radio. Today we have with us Cedar Branches, an electronic artist in Central Texas. Many consider him to be a pioneer in the modern electronic movement. Aside from his solo works, he's been involved with a number of collaborations, including two bands, Cedar Moose and Q-Tune. Cedar has produced an abundance of independent artistic works, including over 10 music albums, an off-Broadway musical. Is that way off-Broadway? <laughs> A full-length documentary, numerous books, and a substantial body of fine art photography. His live performances have a unique vibe, moody and poetic, reminiscent of early Nick Cave, Stan Ridgway, and Jim Morrison. I'm excited to be able to check in with Cedar today to see what he's been up to. Welcome, Cedar. Thank you for being here. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. So to start things off, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in music? Well, I got started in 2010 uh, with some fine art photography. I took up fine art photography because it felt like something creative that I could do and something that might be healing to my life. I was trying to get away from a life that didn't align with my soul. I had worked for a number of years for Microsoft Corporation there I was uh, kind of a desk junkie a little bit. I was a paralegal type, an editorial policy analyst, and um, basically a censor for the man, for those who may not know what that is. And, Belly of the beast! <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I took up, uh, I wanted to have more creativity in my life, and I took up fine art photography as the first thing because I felt like it was something that didn't require a lot of training, and uh, it connected me to nature, which I found healing for myself. And that's really became the gateway into all of my artistic pursuits. Uh, later, I got into uh, publishing books, using my photography and some writing, then more into the writing aspects of it, written poetry, spoken word poetry, and then finally to music in 2017. Sure. Uh, Trent Reznor jumps to mind from Nine Inch Nails. Leonard Cohen, Johnny Cash, 
like that old outlaw country music a little bit. And uh, along with electronic artists like uh, Chemical Brothers and um, Paul Oakenfold and some, uh, some along those lines. You've produced quite a body of work. Um, in under three years, you've produced uh, 10 musical albums, a musical, and a movie. How do you do all that? I think that comes down to dedication and free time. I've organized my life in a way where uh, my entire focus is my art. Uh, that's my priority, even above what other people might think is meeting the basic needs. For me, the art comes first, and uh, sleep and eating can come later, along with anything else. Um, plus, there's the dedication aspect, where uh, I don't really get stopped very easily. I'm highly focused, and when, when some sort of roadblocks come into my way, I don't give up. Um, I find a way either through, over, around, or anything just to bring my projects to completion. So I guess uh, I guess I'm just very focused. It's the land of the free. But what's in it for me? Tell us what skills that you use. That's not the first time that one's been called out. <laughs> and it's true, I, I really don't have much of a musical background. That never stopped anybody, though. <laughs> Just saying. True that. <laughs> um, I, do, uh, I definitely have some technical savvy that I picked up during my career at Microsoft and, and before that even. And so, you know, I really leverage that knowledge, my knowledge in design and marketing, my knowledge and and experience in poetry and writing, and I try and bring all of those things to bear in my music. So, you know, essentially, my my music is created on a computer, which is my recording studio. It's where I master my music. It's where I do video editing. It's where I do pretty much everything, uh, except for the live performance aspects. So I've noticed that your music is quite autobiographical. You, your two albums, 66 songs, The Long Slow Goodbye and The After, um, all suggest that Cedar is done producing. What's going on? Uh, I do believe it is the case. I've stopped producing Cedar Branch's original music. Uh, there's a lot of different things that go into the why. It's not so easy to describe, I guess. Uh, first and foremost, though, what jumps to mind is that I, I used to have a big drive to tell my story, and um, a lot of that I've resolved through at this point, and I feel very complete with having told it. Um, so there's a little less motivation for me to keep producing, else my, my work might just kind of get repetitious. Um, beyond that, in the... I mean, like just writing the... Having 250 songs, but just writing the same 10 songs 25 times. Pretty much, yeah, different, slightly differently every time. <laughs> I mean, you can only say the same thing so many ways. Another thing that I, I, I kind of got uh, disheartened 
uh, just in general. I've, I've felt that um, the work that I've done and the dedication that I've put in have been very difficult. Um, it's a very challenging music industry these days, and I spent a lot of time feeling unsupported and unappreciated uh, for the work that I had produced. And it wasn't actually helping me to move ahead in any way that I could see toward any sort of financial stability, which I had hoped to achieve. You know, I never thought I'd get rich or famous off the music. I never even really desired that. But I did hope that I could at least scrape by a little bit of a living uh, while doing it. Are musicians supposed to make a living at this? <laughs> I guess maybe in our our dreams, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, it seems like once upon a time that was more doable. Yeah, exactly. And I was under the illusion when I kind of delved into music that, you know, I, I was aspiring to really have more of a lifestyle where I could travel and be free to travel like I like to do and be free to live in my creativity like I like to do and that I'd be able to pick up gigs along the way to help, you know, keep some food in my belly. And what I found was was that the music industry's actually been locked up and monopolized by business people for the most part. And so there's not really a lot of opportunity for up-and-coming artists. It's a very competitive environment. It's interesting though because there's a lot of people selling this idea that you know, there's never been a better time to be an independent musician. But, you know, what you're saying does not jibe with what is effective. It's a sales pitch that I'm hearing, really. But Yeah, I've, I've fallen into that, and I've paid quite a few online services to supposedly help promote my music that, uh, that nobody ever hears, you know. And it's, uh, it's definitely a sales pitch sort of thing. You know, the reality is, is that if you're, not, if you're not signed to a label and if you're not actively performing regularly, there's really no money in it. Um, the systems are all geared to keep viral from not being possible anymore. You know, the big four, they compete on every level of the industry and they have bottomless pockets. Uh, they can contribute whatever they want to advertising for an artist they can fund massive shows and really pull in the crowds. But when you're trying to advertise as an indie artist with very minimal funds to operate from and not having a team of supporters and professionals behind you to do it, it's not so easy to, com to compete against giant record labels, you know? Yeah, and there's that thing about, you know, we've all heard local musicians who can play, sing, and write their way, you know, around most of the big name people, but they're, you know, they're never going to quit their day job. That's right. Um, you know, I've actually had the good fortune of collaborating with quite a few musicians and with just definitely encountering a lot of really amazing musicians far, far beyond my skill level. And it's very sad to see that people who have uh, had music be at the center of their life for decades, they've, they've actually mastered their craft, and they can outplay, outproduce, and outperform almost every mainstream artist that I've ever heard, but nobody will ever hear them, uh, just because of the way the industry has been taken over by business people. And for me, this is really... It's a very sad thing um, because I feel like our our culture and the, the music industry, the way that it is, has killed off art in exchange for profits. So, What's life worth? What's love worth? No pride.
So how can the public help support independent musicians in these uh, times we're in now? This is a good question, um, especially with regard to the, uh, the impacts of the COVID lockdowns. Um, you know, as it was before, the music industry was difficult. Uh, it, and the only way really to, to turn any sort of um, profit as an independent artist was through performances. And uh, the government came in and they had sort of this alarmist reaction to the common cold. And they shut down the venues and tours got canceled and it really reduced any opportunity for independent musicians to have any shows. You know, and this has gone on for many months. There's some things opening back up now, um, although sadly some of the better venues have closed their doors forever, quite a few of them. So I think the best way that the public can support independent musicians these days is to go to shows. And when you're there, tip the musicians, buy the merchandise. And if you're not going to the shows, get online, actually stream independent music instead of music from big four record labels and share that music. Help help uh, independent artists get exposure that they can't afford to get without your help. find more of your uh, works all the main streaming sites uh, and people can also go just check out my youtube channel where i have videos and my movie and some other fun stuff and uh, please while you're there hit like and subscribe it makes me feel good if nothing else <laughs> all right thank you cedar that was very informative and uh, thank you for joining us
right, this is the part of the show where we open up the conversation a little bit to talk about current music topics. And today's topic is supporting local artists. And I could think of no better place to have this conversation than an open mic, which is why we are here at the Cup of Joe Coffee Shop in Harker Heights because they're just about to have their open mic. But before we get started with that, Cedar and I have kind of a bet going. I think that the people here, at least one person in this coffee shop, at least one person ought to be able to name, I don't know, five local artists. Could be bands, could be a solo artist, could be whatever. Heck, they could even be a poet or a juggler. I don't care. But five local artists. And Cedar doesn't think that people support artists enough to be able to do that. So we have a bet. And the, the winner of the bet is going to get to see the loser endorse for president um, a candidate. I don't know. Trump? Biden? Which one's worse? You got me. I know. <laughs> Maybe we should flip a coin. I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to flip a coin and, um, okay, who gets to be heads? How are we going to do this? Uh, Biden should be heads because he likes the smell of hair. <laughs> okay. And uh, Trump can be tails uh-huh. because, uh-huh. well, yeah, okay. because. Because. All right. So, yeah, the loser has to endorse either one of those guys and it's going to be a coin toss because, yeah, there are only two candidates. Wait, there are, other, Yeah. There are, yeah. No, 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 you know. (laughs) Viable candidates who might do an actual job. Okay, yeah, there are are others. Anyway, but yeah, so since it's a coin sauce, one of those guys, and the loser has to endorse them. So. (laughs) That's another story. We are musicians. (laughs) Um, How about you go to the chip jar and grab a coin? Because um, I value my fingers and don't want them broken. <laughs> <laughs> Ask to borrow it and promise to give it back. Okay. <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> so he's, he's begging the barista. Harold, a.k.a. Joe, to let him have a coin. Okay, this will be good. Maybe Harold can name five bands. That's how I'm going to win. Five local artists. I bet he can. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. Go for it. Okay. It's heads. It's heads. Oh, okay. So we're uh, so. we're gonna endorse Biden. How about that? Oh, that's Biden. So, is there anyone here who can name five local artists? Okay, so I am at Cup of Joe Coffee Shop in Harker Heights, and I am talking with Jason and Caitlin about supporting local artists. So my first question for y'all is, how do you support your local artists? You know, and that's, you know, whether it's bands or solo artists or, or whatever. I mean, we try to show up to stuff like this. We, we heard there was an open mic night. Um, we're originally from Florida. We used to go to something similar to this, like a coffee shop open mic night. Um, we would go there pretty much weekly, just just hang out. I mean, we don't, we're not like real good at playing or anything, but we play a little bit. Yeah, we like to go out and support. Yeah. yeah. Well, my dad is actually an artist back in my hometown, and he does like local art, so I'm always really supportive of people that try to go out and you know do their thing and it's important to keep them going because I mean that's how businesses stay you know and that's how bands get recognized is by showing support to them so little things like this is really important just coming out and supporting. What style of music are y'all into or you know maybe not just one style but you know what are some of your favorites? Uh, I'm more into like kind of like punk maybe a little bit of like uh kind of like trashy rock I guess here. Okay. I don't I don't really know like what you would call it just like alternative garage rock kind of yeah. stuff yeah yeah the rock stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's what I'm into too like 70s that's my main thing like Fleetwood Mac and Pink Floyd Rolling Stones it's really what I okay well that guy up there <laughs> the guitar player will 
he's stuck. That's his world. Is that his world? Cool. Yeah. That's my jam. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess the next question is brainstorming other ways to support uh, local artists, especially like with all the craziness that's going on right now. I don't really know. I mean, doing podcasts and things like that's definitely good. Yeah, I would say. Information out there. I I I enjoy listening to uh, to podcasts and listening to people's uh, talk, especially like when just hearing like artists' thoughts and stuff. Just in general, I guess I don't really know how to add to that, but like I mean, interviews. And stuff. Yeah, interviews yeah, yeah. and like just just getting hearing, to know why they're getting doing to know them and stuff. Yeah. And learning their story, it's really important. We, sometimes we would go to like, um, what is it? I used to go to like um, farmers markets and stuff and things like that too, because I'm really big about that back where we were from in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Going to farmers markets and buying their products too, instead of just going to, you know, Bath and Body Works. You try it. And that brings me to my next question, which is how do you most prefer to experience music? Because so much is online and, you know, there's the radio, you know, but versus live music oh we've done we've gone to um like big festivals we've gone to like little things like this and we've gone to big concerts we kind of just do anything and everything yeah um we don't have really a specific yeah definitely definitely live i would say smaller venues yeah better for sure yeah we've we've seen modest i like modest mouse a lot we've seen modest mouse several times and when we saw them at a festival it was just you didn't get the, same. It, yeah. you didn't yeah. get the yeah. same experiences when you see them in like this small venue, and then you get a little more out of them. And I feel like they're a little, they're a little Personal. more stoked to be there too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, I have one more question, and this is Cedar and I have a bet. Um, <laughs> so that's what part of this is. But anyway, name as many local music acts, bands. Um, solo artists, whatever, as you can. Oh my gosh, what is the, the, the people that play at um, Fire Street, the Moors, uh, Martian, folk? Martian folk? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, that's... There's one in Austin that I really like. We do want to keep it between Georgetown and Waco. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we've only yeah. been here a couple months, so we're, okay. we're still right. new to the area. So you're still too. learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're still, still learning. learning. But Martian so. folk, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. we see them. We see them a lot just because we always go to. They Soledo just happen to be. Yeah. yeah this yeah. still happens. They're always there. But um, yeah, that's pretty. That's all we we've gotten to really see. Too so much far. live music in this yeah. specific well, area. One of the things I notice about, because um, I'm not a native Texan, but I've been here since '06, mm-hmm. is uh, there's a lot more talent than people realize, and people think that they have to go down to Austin to see yeah. acts, but this, you know. Right now, I think people aren't very good at marketing themselves, and there's a lot of good players, but a lot of them, you know, are stuck in that whole thing where, you know, the bar venues where, you know, you got to play covers and stuff, but there's a lot more happening, but it's kind of, it's just not celebrated enough and recognized enough. So I'm here with uh, Jose, a.k.a. Joe. Not Cup of Jojo, but just Joe, Joey. And all right, so we're talking about supporting local artists. And I was just going to ask you a little bit about how you support local artists, if you do. Oh, I support them. I, yeah. I, yeah, I play with them. Yes. I, I, I back some up and get kicked out of some bands, get pulled into some others, and just back and forth. And it's, it's, but it's, it's all been an experience. It's a good experience. So you are a local artist. Well, sort of. I, I'm not from here, but <clears throat> I'm from the valley, South Texas. Yeah. The Rio Grande Valley, and uh, it's it's quite different yeah. up here. How but long have you been here? Five years now. Okay, so five you're years. a local artist. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you'd say so. And um, I was here five years in August, but I guess I, I've been working with di- different bands, and just it's all good for yeah. me. It's for me, it's good. Except since this COVID stuff came, it's just been a bummer. It's been yeah. depressing, put well, it that way. And along those lines, because we're trying to brainstorm ways to support uh, local artists, and it is a little bit more difficult now. So do you have any brainstorm brilliant ideas? That open up like? venues, open up the bars, open up 
coffee shops? Open coffee shops. Open Just up. open them up. That's Let different. us play. Fall. Because, yeah. yeah, venues do definitely help. You know, even under normal circumstances, we do need the backing of the venues. That's for sure. I mean, they're starting to open back up, so it's... Yeah, it's, it's a good thing. What is your favorite way to experience music? Uh, live, online? Do you like big concerts? Do you like small venues, uh, such as a coffee shop? The best, the best is just to play live anywhere. It doesn't matter whether it's a coffee shop, a concert, it's just wherever, you know? It's just, to play as long live as, as long as you're just to play, just to play. Yeah. I just want to play guitar, so there's a lot of other people, and I want to express their inner feelings, I guess. So you're definitely a live music fan. Yeah, oh yeah. What do you think about live via the internet? It's, it's not the same. For me, it's not the same. That's all that I can Yeah, I, I, I think I can, I can get that. There's something about, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, those who can work the, the computers like that, I mean, that's good for, I, I, I can't, so I just don't know. Yeah, it's just not the same as being it, camaraderie and live. So. In the same room. Right. I get it. Okay, so the last question is, since I have this bed going, um, how many how many local artists can you name off the top of your head? Local? Yeah, local. I Basically, see. in between Waco, Georgetown. Nice. Casey Stanislaw. Yeah, the, the KCD band. They're the KCD band. You're there's in that. Sarah band. Seven. Count? Sarah yeah. Seven. Okay. Uh, You're a, also kind of in that. Tom band Jones. Too. He's with. Uh, KCD, he's and he's also with uh, okay. Mad Stone, oh, James, right. James okay, Stone third, from okay, Mad that, Stone. That's the third one. If we're going to count the band you're in, the two bands you're in. So, okay. Uh, Mad Stone, that's another one. What this is local, local, right? Local, yeah. And uh, Martian Folk. Martian Folk is another one. And uh, there's uh, well, Joey. I, I don't know his last name, but Joey is with the Martian Folks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you can I don't know if you can name members in the band. Uh, okay, a okay. band. Boom, okay there's, there's also Steel Fury. Okay. Uh, so, not counting the bands you're in. Okay, we're up to three now. Martian Folk, Madstone, Steel Fury. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Raptors, Sex Raptors. Sex Raptors, we're up to four. And, uh, oh, there's one more. Uh, Am I not gonna have to endorse Das Biden? TJ, I don't. Uh, Bell, T, there you go. TJ Bell, he's he's a great musician in this area too. That's five. Can we count that? I don't know. Yeah, TJ Bell, he's. All right. Hold on. Oh, the G, he, I, another band of gypsies. TJ Bell. That's it. Okay. All right. That's, That's five. So we're going to argue over whether or not a musician can help me with this, but we got five. Yeah. Well, I didn't let him count the bands he's in. That's smart. <laughs> you didn't let him count Yeah, I didn't let him, yeah. Because we're kind of a band. Yeah. So. Oh, and I forgot Cedar Branch. I don't know. His name. <laughs> we wouldn't have counted that one anyway. We didn't yeah. Well, so we'll, we'll, we'll haggle over He's this. He's Yeah, exactly. We'll haggle over this some more later. All right, so based on that last interview, it looks like I've won. So I guess uh, Cedar is going to have to endorse someone. Well, quite honestly, I don't think that counts because this is a local musician, a local artist, for one. For two, for two, most of the artists that he mentioned are actually present. So I do think it's debatable. I will concede that you won, and I am uh, resistantly willing to endorse a presidential candidate, even though that's totally not my thing, and I feel like it will be poisoning my soul. But I have, a, I have a proposition for you. I would like to say that I will go double or nothing on this. And that if it, between now and the time the open mic actually starts tonight, if you, if you interview someone who knows who Cedar Branches is, I will endorse each candidate separately. And if, if, if you're unable to produce someone who knows who I am le- legitimately, then you will actually lose the bet and still have to endorse Biden. All right, you're on. Okay, okay great.
Name as many live local acts as you can. Um, well, I mean, we have Note Smith, Kilo Vega, um, Zeno Payne. Um, uh, I think that's about all I can name right now. So my, my last question is, um, who is Cedar Branches and what is his genre? I, I, I don't know. All right, so it looks like the 10 minutes is up and nobody has been uh, able to identify Cedar as Cedar or even <laughs> identify his genre. Of course, no one can do that. So I guess, yeah, all right, I got to <clears throat> eat some crow here and uh, endorse some. Okay, endorse something here. But, um, and, you know, I mean, people's votes really should be private. I mean, that's part of this whole representative democracy in this republic. But anyway, so here goes. <coughs> I'm Sarah Seven, and I endorse <laughs> Kamala Harris, just one heartbeat away from the presidency. <laughs> oh. well, all right. okay. She wasn't on the coin. All right, you're right. And she doesn't sniff hair, okay, that we know of. Anyway, right. Not that that's illegal or immoral, it's just, you know, it, it's just, anyway, okay. Ich bin Sau Sieben und ich unterstütze das beiden Kandidaten nicht. How's that? Ich spreche Deutsch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, look, do I have to endorse him in English? You have to endorse him in English. We're in America. Okay. I endorse das Biden nichts. How's that? No, that's you can cut that last word, but we all know I'm thinking it real loud. <laughs> By the way, das Biden is the both of them in German. Just, just. And I endorse das Biden nichts. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Didn't endorse both of them. Okay, we understand you did not endorse <laughs> Biden and Kamala. And that other guy. And the other guy. Anyway, I don't know. Have fun with this. Do your research. Um, and yeah, vote. I mean, you know, we are, we are allowed that. And, you know, we should have our say. Whatever happens. Anyway, have fun with this. That's it. Peace out. Oh
greatest to think And wisdom is to be The greatest Beyond what we see Enlightened Judging my reflection No self-realization No transformation joining me sarah seven on tornado radio and don't forget to check out more by cedar branches just google cedar branches music and as always peace be with y'all